Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host Mel Alva. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. We are talking multifamily container homes with Taria Shepard from Tailored Container Homes. In today's economy, investors are looking for creating wealth through this type of housing. For, and for all our listeners that are familiar with former Arizona Governor Ducey's use of shipping containers to fortify our southern border, the federal government forced the state to remove them. Now they are being sold and converted into housing by Holistic Transformations in Tucson. It is an Arizona faith-based nonprofit organization to assist the foster care system. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for containers, sustainable lifestyle living. And uh, we want to welcome all our listeners to the show today. And uh, Mel is here with us, actually. Um, half of our Mel and Steve on the street. Mel is on the street right now, zooming <laughs> in. Mel, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Steve. You know, it's been a, it's been a, a crazy day, but I'm here via Zoom. Yep, there you go. You know, and uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, you know, here we are. It's God, you know, it's 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 the end of January already. Where now we say where did the month go? But there's a lot of things that are going on. Um, as I said, with uh, you know these shipping containers that are have been, you know, we thought that they were going to, you know, the the last I heard before I came across this article about holistic transformations is that they were, uh, they were being sold like really for all intents and purposes for next to nothing. I mean, just for, uh, uh, just for a few thousand dollars, but then, uh, people had, you know, a, uh, uh, views of, well, you know, you really can't use them for a container home because they've been beat up and this and that and every other thing, you know, but on the other hand, you know, where there's a need, um, American ingenuity, ingenuity seems to find a way. And, uh, you know, Mel just came back from a trip to her favorite uh, vineyard down in southern uh, Arizona. And yes. uh, there's a need down there. And uh, for all of you wine connoisseurs, uh, Sonoida is the place to go. And you could take Mel's word for that. But these containers from the border um, are interesting because they're, they're actually converting them and locating them in different areas down in Tucson for the foster care system. And Mel, you had some comments we were talking about earlier off air about the foster care system. Yeah. I mean, just hear you talk about that. Um, you know, I, 
back in the day, I had looked into potentially um, fostering and or adopting, you know, maybe the potential of foster to adopt. And when you take these classes, um, they really kind of give you some insight on how bad the situation actually is. There isn't enough uh, foster families out here in Arizona to care for these kids. And they are living in office buildings in downtown Phoenix. I mean, anywhere that they can put them up. So, you know, for this foundation to be creating um, housing, you know, for these kids um, using the container homes, I think it's brilliant. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant idea. And also, again, it's something that is uh, is used to uh, take care of these kids because these kids, you know, it, when they really once they get turn 18, they really don't have a place to go. And if they haven't, uh, you know, had nurturing from either a, a, a foster you know, parent or something like that. They could they could enter this you know the uh, economy and and their their life without having any tools at all and I think uh, you know it plus you know a place to stay I mean God I mean you think sleeping in buildings that uh, really you know from day to day you don't know where you're going to be and I think this is it. It, it leads to stability in, in the life to be able to, to get the training and all the other good things that come with, you know, becoming a good citizen and knowing that you're not forgotten. Cause I can imagine a lot of kids that are in foster care, they think that, you know, they may not all have been there because, you know, their parents had, you know, got divorced or they had to give their child up or something like that. But at least they know that there are people there that care much like the people that we know over at family promise. So most of these kids not only, you know, just come from a broken home, but I think, you know, there's drugs involved. And I would say most of the time that is the case. And, you know, the the situation of these kids being, you know, ripped out of what they consider their home and that's all they know. You know what I mean? They don't know any different. Um, and, and going into the foster care system and most of these kids, you know, it's hard for them to find placement and so, like I said, they're they're living in, um, you know, office buildings to be able to use uh, container homes and to give these kids a bedroom and a, their own bed to sleep in. And it's an actual space that maybe they can put their stuffed animals or Barbies or whatever it is, you know, that that they have. It l- gives them a sense of ownership. And um, I think, you know, having that would help them with, you know, whatever transitions that they're going to have to endure. Uh, in the process of whether they, you know, get placed permanently in a different home or whether, you know, they stay in foster care, um, you know, until, um, you know, their parents can take care of them again. You know, it's, I just think it's absolutely wonderful um, that they're using the containers for that. Yeah, it's just, it's it's amazing how we all as Americans seem to find an, a way to fill a need or a vacuum like this would be for the, for the foster care children. So I think it's all good and we will continue to follow up with them and also uh, reach out to them and see if we can get uh, one of their people from their nonprofit on the show, because I'd like to talk about that a little further down the road, but we want to talk with uh, our great sponsor, Taria Shepard from tailored container homes and is with us today. And we want to 
get into that discussion about multifamily because we've got a lot of people that have contacted us recently that are interested in taking a look at that because they want to have some additional income. And again, also filling a need for a community where doing a multifamily container home would be a viable alternative to standard stick builds. So we want to just say welcome, Taria. Great to have you back on Boxcar Universe. Oh, thank you. It's, it's, uh, I'm so thankful to uh, be a part of uh, the uh, advertising, and uh, I am excited about uh, being interviewed again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. So, um, but tell tell our listeners, for those of uh, them who hadn't heard our first show that we did, just tell us a little bit about uh, your company and uh, and history, and then I want to get started and talk about um, the multifamily container homes, especially the model that you have on your website. Awesome. So uh, uh, we started out in uh, two, six, uh, 2016. Uh, uh, we previously real estate development realty. Uh, company, we branched, launched a new uh, organization uh, called Taylor Container Homes. Um, we focus on uh, single shipping containers for the first uh, couple of years. And uh, for the last uh, few years, we've also uh, have been really um, open to other multiple projects like commercial projects, as well as multifamily as well as single family with multiple shipping containers um, is what we are doing. And soon we are uh, working on underground bunker shipping containers. Oh, see now, see, that's a new one on me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody needs a shipping container bunker, especially in 2024. Even a bomb shelter on the ground, bomb shelter bunker. So that would be awesome. It's amazing. Now, is that the first that you've heard? Of, of somebody requesting something like that, Taria? No. Uh, three years ago, we were working on uh, a gentleman. He wanted an underground bunker. So we do have his plans uh, that we kind of tweaked a little bit, but funding uh, fell through. And also, um, I guess he didn't get zoning. <laughs> he uh -oh. didn't get permission. So he was trying to do it under the radar, but that would be the whole point. <laughs> if, the, if the government knew where your underground uh, home or, or bunker would be is public information. So that was the whole point. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. Okay, so I, am, yes. I assume that the new customer that's looking for that, they're going to have to divulge where they're going to put it. You know what? He's signing the waiver and what, uh, that he's responsible for all permits, et cetera, et cetera. He owns the land. We verified that. And so we, uh, he's going to do the excavating. We're just uh, having a container home delivered, uh, with the correct mechanicals and things that needs to be set up underground. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so we and and in that state, we're we would have to get licensed if he rented it if we were like the GC as well as the manufacturer. So when wow. we do container homes, there's a couple of facets. A lot of people hire us, other uh, architects, real estate developers, designer, general contractors. So we're not always responsible for permits. So if a homeowner said, "I'm going to be a GC, I just want you to uh, do this container," which we're actually uh, doing a few in our warehouse. And we will uh, modify the container, we'll arrange for shipping, and then from there, we're not even responsible for setting it most of the time. 
And so from then, uh, they have to get the permits. That's their situation. We just uh, make sure they're happy. Uh, we send them pictures, videos, uh, weekly or biweekly, depending on if we have anything special order, which will delay the process. You know, I, I just, you know, you've just inspired me to re up for a, a, a new uh, segment that we could do on the show and you'll love it. Okay. We're going to call it, Mel, you ready for this? Okay. I be got me thinking here. I'm ready. Box car bunkers. I love it. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, buy, yeah, we'll do segments in this way, Taria, you have to give us, you know, updates on, on how the progress of that build goes. Cause we want to do that. And I think that's a great well, box car. We'll add it to Steve, Mel and Steve, Steve on the street. Steve, you missed one word to set us apart. What? Luxury. We're not doing anything. It's not going to be in hole in the ground. Luxury. Luxury boxcar bunkers. Yes. I yes. love it. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. That's what we're going to call it. That new segment. Jeez, we're being so creative here today. I love it. <laughs> anyway. All right. Listen, we want to get into the discussion about multifamily container homes, but we want to take a short break real quick. But, uh, Taria Shepard is here with us and, uh, inspiring us for a great brand new segment on the show. So I want all our listeners to stay tuned. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. Alva with Alva Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion meets design sense to execute timeless interiors style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at alvainteriorsaz, and on Instagram at alvainteriors. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Star Building Supplies Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Hi, I'm Sean with Mr. Electric, and I have a tip to help make your life better. One important reminder is to call a qualified electrician when you have frequent problems with blowing fuses or tripping circuit breakers. And when a circuit breaker trips or a fuse blows, it's indicating that you have a problem with some other part of the circuit. If your breaker trips more than once, you should have a qualified electrician come out and take a look at it. Contrary to what may be acceptable, you really shouldn't try to continuously try to reset the breaker because there may be a problem somewhere else down the circuit and you could be causing a fire hazard. There could be a loose connection or some other form of problem on the circuit, and every time you reset the circuit breaker, it could be causing a spark at the other end. We recommend having a qualified electrician come out and check on the condition of the circuit, and make sure that the circuit does not have any problems, and it could just be a bad breaker also, but you definitely want to have a qualified electrician check that out. To have someone come out from our team may only take a portion of a day, but it could potentially save you a lot of money or your life. And that's just another way Mr. Electric has the power to make your life better. This is Mel Alva, your co-host of Boxcar Universe. With today's trends to live a more sustainable lifestyle, 
you definitely want to choose a container home builder you can trust. Tailored Container Homes can give you that peace of mind. Taria Shepard, the owner, along with her knowledgeable staff, can guide you through the process of achieving your dream, your own container home. From design to completion, satisfaction is guaranteed. Contact them today at www.tailoredcontainerhomes.com or call 380-900-7588. That's 380-900-7588. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe, and we are here with Taria Shepard from Tailored Container Homes, and uh, we want to touch base a little bit about multifamily container homes. And I think that is, again, as I said earlier, at the start of the show, people are interested in not just, you know, you know, it's funny, guys, how it has come from when somebody, well, let's just build a single container, you know, whether it's a 20 or a 40 and, you know, a one bedroom, and then all of a sudden it got bigger and let's do two bedroom. And now we, we got creative and let's start stacking them different. And then before you know it, you know, they're, they want to be able to have something for, you know, for a VRBO or maybe just for a, a family member to come visit, stuff like that. But now they really wanting to get into making it more, I think, of a real estate business and taking container homes and making them multifamily. Tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about the the model that you have on your website, Taria. Okay. Uh, well, the model is, uh, of course, I think pretty dope. Uh, raising meaning not just in style and ease. However, um, you could, let's say you're a small developer. This is for the large, small mom and pop developers. So what we would do is, let's say you want uh, a four unit, which is shown. And so what we've done is we've taken a 45 and or a 40 foot shipping container, created a one or two bedroom, and we place it on the slab. But let's say you want four, uh, a four bedroom multifamily a shipping container, uh, project, but you only have the money for one uh, shipping container home. So what we would do is we would do the plans for a four unit. We would do, or you could hire someone to do a foundation for a four unit, a multifamily. And then what you do is when you, if you have to apply for a permit, you apply for a future multifamily uh, four, but you can do one at a time. So you can put one shipping container there then we will weld it to the foundation. Uh, let's say things get better. You get a second container. We will weld it together, uh, the third, and we can weld the stairs uh, onto the same foundation and the fourth, likewise. So this is real. This is something that's really good that not everybody has to do it and say, oh my God, well, I want to do four of them right now. You could start and build and add on to it, which I think is really a good idea because it, that that will also be good from an, um, from a financial point of view, because not everybody might be able to to build for at one time to start with. That's correct. That's that's correct. And I think that's also adds to the 
uh, flexibility of it to have a short, short-term goal and long-term goal. Because obviously, if you get, if you say you start with maybe one or two, then you're going to be able to, to get revenue from it to be able to start building and planning for the for the next phase and the phase after that. So this way, depending on how big your land is, I think that's uh, that's that says a lot. Typically, with the commercial projects. You can apply for a four-unit multifamily, and then what you do is just put uh, two, three, and four as future. You get them approved. The whole project, especially the foundation, would need to be able to hold the four uh, shipping containers, and then you can then uh, get one at a time and get a partial occupancy for one, two, three, four. As you uh, with most with most uh, building departments. Yeah, I mean, I think that is, I think that's so very important, especially, like I said, if you if you're not a uh, uh, a big investor or you're just trying to get your investing business started, it it's a great way to get started with, uh, you know, one two. And I think the other thing too is again, if you're going to multifamily, it it works out so well that you could actually go back and plan. Uh, your ultimate design, what it's going to look like after you start adding these other pieces on, which I think is, is something that's really good that you'd be able to do. So it's not just, well, let's just stack them two or three or four high. You could make, you could make it a very interesting design. I mean, I would think out of, you know, based on like the design that you have on your website to read, you could take those four because there's two double stacked and then you could actually, yes. if you expand out from that, let's just say for argument's sake, you could, you could build another four on the other side, leave a courtyard in the middle or something that if you build the other ones that you can actually do a regular, um, some kind of stick build between them so that this way it looks like one giant, you know, building with some some interesting design besides the uh, the container build uh, the container homes. So I mean, like uh, one of the ones that I had seen online, somebody did exactly that. They stacked three on one side, three on the other side, and in the middle they they built a stick build to accent the container sides. And then they left the sides of the building. They left the side of the building exactly the way the container looks. So I, I think it's an interesting, uh, it, it's an interesting design, but, uh, you have that design flexibility, which I think is, is so good. And plus again, speed of construction, I think is so important too, because you could go back and, uh, you could manufacture these segments to and, and build them. Okay. I want to have it. I want to have two now. And you could actually build them, bring them on site. They could be, uh, they could be welded together and attached. However, the design was, and they'd be almost virtually ready to go. So once you get the site prep done, I mean that could be coordinated with the build, and it'll get done much faster than if you did a complete home stick build. Absolutely, you can do that. You can do you, actually. You can do a tiny home community separated. Uh, everyone has their own little uh, private patio and or mini pool if you wanted to go there, a little carport, uh, uh, two, three, you can make them uh, or you can combine as many. You can have a four unit, six unit, eight unit. Uh, 
you know, you can play Legos, you can flip it around. It's all, all many different things. It's, uh, we can customize it, tailor it to uh, a developer or a mom and pop or a homeowner's uh, design. Yeah, I think that's, I think, I think that's interesting. And, you know, Mel, with what you've seen down in Southern Arizona, I think that probably that, that type of thinking and design um, could be really interesting depending on, like you say, the area where you can actually build something that, you know, some people may say, oh my God, shipping container, it's like an eyesore, but no, not really. You can have some really cool looking shipping container designs and uh, like you said, you could build a community down in wine country. I mean, I, Tria, actually, this is really something that I've been looking into for the past year, and I'm I'm really serious about doing it. Um, I I mean, is it okay that I ask what does something like that cost if you were to go in with four containers, you know, two of them on top of each other, right? So like stacked. What does something like that cost? Like, say, like you're talking, you know, maybe you start with two with the plans of maybe, you know, adding a second unit on top later. I guess you could always do that. I'm just curious as, you know, what would something like that uh, run? I would say it would start, uh, now this uh, for quality assurance, uh, New York, <laughs> California, okay. selected states that uh, required the heaven <laughs> to even move anything there with uh so excluding these uh high end i would say we could do it anywhere from 175 to 200 a square foot and okay. it all, it's all based on uh, example our current model that we will have what's going to be shipped to hawking heroes here in columbus they want it uh so you have uh they want to egress windows but then they said no we want a picture window so something like that you go from a 400 dollar window to a 800 dollar window and it looks the same, except for, you know, you'd be able to open the egress window and shut, and they didn't want that ability. So things like that. So when I, I tell people something, it's like, ah, and they also pick a $2,000 front door. So the heaven's the limit, or because everyone says, oh, I'm not going to change anything. And so far, 100%, 100%, there's always a change. <laughs> um, anything, since I've been in business, I have never did a remodel, of build a home, a container home. And it's always a change. Yeah. So are you guys setting the containers too? Are you handling like the slab or is that just for the container? Um, that is, that is just for the container. That doesn't obviously include shipping. Shipping is typically five to six dollars uh, a mile, which is a separate cost. We can't include anything else because everything is different. Like we're learning New Mexico don't go there. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was told this is a great, great reality. I was told by the homeowner, she works for the government in Texas. And so when we first asked her, and it's on all of our contracts, uh, do you want us to apply for the permits? Because permits is a separate uh, fee, you know, different or different building departments require different things. Every, everyone is different. And she said, no, there's no, we don't really have a building department. It's out in the middle of nowhere. We don't even have a hotel or a place to eat. It's a small place. There's like uh, mobile homes and uh, people building tents. We don't need anything. I said, I just, I said, I, I just uh, did a, uh, the plans and designs for a property in Texas and they were just wonderful to deal with. 
like lose my number, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason why I say that is because they do not allow you to have a blueprint printed and dropped off. Everything is on a computer. So imagine each and every document. So if you have roofing, you have to upload three pages to the roofing file. And then you have to do when, up, upgrade when. You have to do the structural, upgrade the structural. So each individual uh, page of the blueprints have to be uploaded. So imagine uploading all the plans, filling on all the paperwork, paying the fee, and you, you get a, a return email. We have received the plans. You did it correctly, and you'll be assigned a plan reviewer. And imagine waiting two or three weeks, and we called in. Please don't call in. Everything's online. Um, there's a lot of files ahead of you. Wait, we wait 60 days. No one's calling us back. No one's e emailing us back. It's gone on the fourth month. My client's like, did you, I know you sent it. This is crazy. I said, tell you what, uh, we, we called everybody in uh, uh, Houston, Texas, including the mayor's office. We, we just like, this is annoying because you're not going to take all our money and no return our right. call. So we called and instantly somehow we got a call the next day oh. saying, oh, miracles do happen. Yes. You're one of 200 files that the system lost all your information. You have to upload it again. Oh, this no. happened, I oh. kid you not, three times. Oh, my, oh God. my goodness. Waiting four months, we waited like three weeks. And literally, oh, I, said, you, I said, this is crazy. You guys need to be able to accept actual plans, and we need to deal with somebody in real life. And they refused. Refused. <laughs> So I said, this is, and it takes you at least an hour and a half to upload each form so much that my McKendra engineer quit. He said, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing it. This is crazy. So Houston, Texas, yeah, I'm calling you out. Uh, stay away from you guys. Why would you have a system without a backup plan? And then what about the, uh, a lot of elderly people that don't have access to the, the internet like this? It was absolutely crazy, absolutely bonkers, a total nightmare. Wow. No, I thought that was bad. That, that, that was bad. That was bad. We're building an A. <laughs> New Mexico wasn't uh, better. Uh, so I'm thinking, wow, good. New Mexico, I, I'm going to take, take an extra week and I'm going to just take a little bit vacation while I'm out there. No. So imagine uh, we were not hired to do the, we initially was hired to do the, uh, uh, we uh, to do the um, to get the earth completed. So she had about I would say I was told 500 trees that needed removed. Imagine from the street to the a place that she wants to actually uh, put her A-frame home is 1,649 feet. How do I know? Because I actually went out there and measured. I said, "Lady, I will not get this. You told me this is a long driveway. You did not tell me I would be lost in the desert." On the she called us. Uh, oh, later. that's so too I funny. To my, um, to, to, to my uh, earthwork. And I was so great because I was like, that in Ohio, that's not considered a long driveway. That's a different neighborhood. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, just this is just wonderful. So, long story short, I, I, I told her, I said, You sure there's no plan? She said, Well, there is this one guy. I talked to him. He's in charge, he handles everything. I told her what we needed. I don't need any professional plans. You don't have to be licensed. Uh, everything's fine. Just when you come out, you'll you see everything. 
Uh, we did 3D renderings and a, a 2D floor plan comes with all our homes. So we move everything around. What people that don't know how to read blueprints, they can see the pictures and say, I want this moved and just arrow. So we, we, we help anyone see what they're going to uh, purchase before they actually uh, receive our homes. So we did all that. And, and, and but now after her, we're going to, we're going to limit, I shouldn't say after her, after someone, we're going to limit our changes to five changes, <laughs> not 30. So, <laughs> okay. So long story short, I get out there and it is, I love it hot, but uh, uh, New Mexico is hot, hot where you can't breathe hot. See, I like to be able to breathe hot. And so we went out there and I was given this form and the form said Albuquerque, New Mexico. And this is in rural New Mexico, which I don't know if you know, but she wasn't lying. If there's nowhere to eat where she's at, uh, there's no phones, uh, there's nothing. But um, it's, it's, it's terrible. How do, they, uh, well, how, yeah. how do they eat? How do they get food? What, do they drone it in or what? Town over. You're like uh, 25, 30 minutes the next town over. Oh, my God. So before you get there, there's a, a nice gas station. You can have dinner at that gas station. You can use the restrooms with the truckers if you need to take a shower. It's all, all inclusive. Hang tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell from Ideal Home Improvement. The uncertainty of our economy is very troublesome. Interest rates are rising and inflation is high. The utility cost of energy is forever rising. The good thing is that we as homeowners can do something about our energy bill right now and in the future. Solar energy is literally the best investment you can make at this moment and the most likely to steady your finances through uncertain times. Think about this. If you could have locked down the cost of your energy bill 10 years ago, would you have done it? I think your answer would be yes. Think of the savings you could be enjoying right now as your neighbors who don't have solar are at the mercy of the utility companies. Let Ideal Home Improvement review your energy bill and see what a solar system on your home can do for your family and budget. Just give us a call at 602-332-6203 or email us at steve at idealhomeimprovementaz.com. Let me help you start saving today. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. <laughs> I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show? This old house? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show, if I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. <laughs> All 
and we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe right here from the beautiful and palacious Boxcar Studios here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So it kind of was, but we didn't wait that long. About about a month, uh, she was calling, how's it going? I said, we submitted everything. Well, there's like four numbers on that paper that the gentleman gave us. So I called the first number, disconnected. Second number, left the voicemail. Four, fifth. I just, I, I, I uh, the lady picked up. I said, oh, good. Because <laughs> I'm treating them like it's a hole in the wall. I'll scratch that out. I mean, a um, deserted place. I mean, scratch that out. But, uh, <laughs> a place, no man's land. <laughs> right. So anyways, um, uh, I said, great. I said, I faxed this form. Uh, this is for Morrill County and blah, blah, blah. She's like, what form are you talking about? And I, I, I read the number at the top. She was like, oh, we don't use those anymore. I said, well, good. Maybe we don't have to fill out any uh, permit. She said, what are you doing? I said, well, we're building a, a shipping container home. And I gave her the locations, uh, the coordinates, because they don't have an actual address. Okay. That's a whole other okay. story, how we got lost. But anyway, uh, <laughs> actually learn how to read a map. Learn how to read a map. Right. Because GPS, it doesn't work out there. So, um, <laughs> so I gave her the coordinates. She looked it up and she said, oh, yeah. She said, you do have to pull building permits. I said, what are you talking about? She said, no, everything's changed. Uh, you're not allowed to build anything without being a licensed contractor. And so we're, we're, we were planning to, to do this back in September. She said, it takes at least two months to be a uh, to go through the process to sit for the test. I said, what? And then she said, that was a whole nother thing. She's, I said, well, can't we just put the permit in the homeowner's name? She said, uh, what kind of house is that? It's a ship container home. She said, it's a homeowner. She said, no. She said, no. Uh, you you will have to uh, uh, build, uh, apply for the GC uh, license. I said, oh, great. That's good news for her. We were getting everything set up, and you're saying we learned. She said, and we're about a month and a half out. So if you apply today, I was like, wow. So you're not like a hole in the wall. Uh, maybe scratch that out. You're not like a deserted place. Um, but uh, she goes, um, now for the home, you're going to need to get a structure engineer to do the plans. You're going to need to do soil testing. I said, wow, you sound like you guys are a full building department. She said, yes, you need a structural engineer. You also need a uh, full architectural stamp uh, blueprint. I said, wow. I said, so who was the person we talked to? And I told the, uh, told the lady the name. She said, I don't know, never heard of him. And so I said, oh, great. I said, great, great, great. So I said, so about how long were we talking? Maybe four or five months. I said, okay, great, great, great. All right, let me tell the homeowner. So before I talked to the homeowner, I, I had that gentleman's number. I talked to him. I said, sir, didn't you tell me you were the law in this here woods? And he said, I am. He, I said, no, you're not. I, uh, I said, I, but I kind of know what's going on. I said, you're just zoning. Is that correct? He said, yes, once I approve it, you can build it. I said, that's not true. Once you authorize the zoning, you should tell people they have to go to the building department and get the plans, structural foundation. Oh, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, that's not what you said. So I said, wow. So I talked to this lady. And after she um, heard, I know she was really, really, really disappointed. And so uh, she talked to him, I'm sure. And so here we are. She said, you are a licensed builder. You should have known. I said, are you kidding me, lady? I don't even know. Every every place is different. We have built places when they say they are. Most people know if they're in a rural area and there's no building requirement. We've done it. We built a whole Barnonium 
and without having to pull any permits besides the well and septic. We've built tripping containers where we don't have to do any permitting except for well and septic. So I told you, you signed off three, four times, and that's really, really, really big. And now we're going to have to start doing video quality assurance. Like lift your, uh, what's it, right hand? I, <laughs> I noticed that you're responsible for doing the permit. So yes. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, it's in, in this, for our listeners and, and when they say, well, you know, can you just do that? But I want to do all this other stuff myself. Don't worry about it. This is a perfect example. And this is some of the things that you run into. If you decide to do something like this yourself, then, you know, you could run into the same problem that Tari had where, you know, the left hand isn't doing what the right hand's doing. And, you know, one department is, well, yeah, it's, you know, they think that they're the tell all to end all. And then all of a sudden you, you dig a little deeper and it's like, well, why didn't the other department know what's going on? It's because nobody talks to one another. So do all our listeners do yourself a favor. Like for instance, if you're going to be able to do something like this, make sure that you 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 find a, a local contractor, maybe you need grading done on your property, make sure that you do the due diligence and don't go through brain damage like this because that that's enough to send you, you know, at the end of the day, something like that. I mean, I'd be out the door looking for happy hour somewhere. I mean, <laughs> it would just is it would just tear you up. It's amazing. Now do you think that's bad news? You know what it was more bad news? What? We filled out the whole packet to be a general contractor. We I, we called. I have we have a couple of assistants who call uh, every day to annoy them and they and say, "Did you get our Did you get our package? Did you get our package? Did you get our package?" After three months, they still said they didn't get the package. However, we checked our mail that said, "Hey, there's no such thing as a general contractor in New Mexico. It's a different uh, a different uh, like um, abbreviation." They separated it. So, oh, yes, there you go. Call on Jesus. Lord oh, my, help us. oh, my God. So, please help we us. Have start over. We have to start over. Oh, wow. That's enough. That's that's crazy. What I've done, because I, I meditated on it, I said, uh, Lord, you know, what can I do? And it said, it, and it just came to me the idea, uh, contact uh, a local, contact many local licensed companies already and let them take on the earthwork. And yes. just, we're going to just apply for the manufacturer license. And then we're still going to get in the process of being licensed just in case there's more work out there. So that's what we're doing in lieu. But some people thought as nice as us to say, you know what? That's, that's on you. We'll build this house next year. But that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to make less money. <laughs> oh, my God. So the the trials and tribulations of being a home builder. <laughs> oh, Is that a new book? Don't steal my book uh, name, Steve. Now you don't be inspired uh, in, uh, uh, backwards. What's it? <laughs> That's my name of the new book. I love it. What? Trials and tribulations. Oh no, no, I would never, I would never do that. No, no, no. I'm, ta I'm taking your idea forward. Switch it. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just go do it. Hey, you know, you got to tell you, people need to know, need to hear, you know, that. So I, uh, you know, when it's like, I'll do it when I have time. Like we all have time, right? When you go home at night, we could barely have time to eat with everything else that we have to do for work. Yes. Uh, oh. But yeah, that, that was a great book title you came up with, Steve. Yeah, there great you go. title. There you Trials go. and tribulations of the builder. Yeah, you go. All right, and I know there's plenty of contractors around the country who would surely would love to do it, and I think most of them would probably get an audio book. 
You know what? That is totally dope because I, I got the stories. I got the stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, eight. Hey, well, then, you know, that's another thing to explore at a later date. <laughs> okay. Taria, tell our listeners how they can contact you. Awesome. Uh, you can contact us at a uh, phone number is 380-900-7588. Or you can check us out on our website at www.tailoredcontainerhomesplural.com. And not, don't spell out uh, plural. I'm just saying it's an S on the end. So www.tailoredcontainerhomes.com. And you can email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at tailoredcontainerhomes.com. We usually respond within 24 hours if your email doesn't go to spam. <laughs> there you go. And then I want to just make a make a shout out to all our investors that are out there. If you have been thinking about doing anything in multifamily realm, in container homes, I would uh, surely make sure that you contact Taria. And, and also you could contact us here at Boxcar Universe. Uh, and we will... Uh, get you all hooked up so that this way you, we can explore that investment property that you would like to do. And, uh, maybe you'll, like you say, start small, maybe one or two, and then grow it to three or four and then build a whole community. So, uh, any can of I, you, uh, can sure. I shut out my book? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, available on our, uh, website, www.taylorcontainerhomes.com, how to build a shipping container. There you go. All right. Make sure all listeners check that out. All right. Taria, thanks so much for being on the show today. And um, we'll be talking to you and uh, keep in touch and we'll uh, follow these projects that uh, seem to be coming our way. Awesome. Don't forget about our bunkers. We're now available starting tomorrow. Luxury shipping container bunkers. Luxury shipping them. container bunkers. Boxcar <laughs> bunkers. the permits now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, thank you. All right, Taria, be safe. Okay, bye-bye. All right. And uh, we want to thank all our listeners for listening to Boxcar Universe. Remember, we are your source for cutting-edge information on container homes, container pools, and um, luxury boxcar bunkers now. Uh, but make sure you let Mel and I, we can help you uh, design and build your next container dream home. And uh, our email address here at the show is uh, boxcarliving at gmail.com. Steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And uh, remember, you could hear a Boxcar Universe on any podcast player. And uh, you never know, maybe um, if you were here in the Phoenix, uh, Maricopa County area, you'll run into uh, Mel and I doing a segment on Mel and Steve on the street which uh, I'm going to be doing one here in downtown Phoenix where we have a, uh, a well-known restaurant called the Churchill. Uh, we're going to be checking them out because they built their restaurant with shipping containers and they have a lot of great events here in downtown Phoenix. So we're going to be checking that out. And I want to tease all our listeners because next week we're going to have a very, very special guest on the show, and I'm not going to tell you who it is because I want everybody to be anticipate checking our podcast out. And I will tell you that she is a national celebrity. So make sure that you tune into Boxcar Universe. And uh, remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you. 